Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, with part two of the 33 lessons about high self-worth and great relationships. This is the birthday special since I am turning 33 this year. And I wanted to put an episode together where you just get a ton of value. And it's a lot of things for you to really think about, internalize. And I know there's going to be things that resonate more with you in particular. So Today, we're continuing on, and we are actually all the way on number 18. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Funny story, I'm here on the farm in Montana, in Ulm, Montana. I imagine that none of you know where that is. If you do know, you definitely live in Montana. Um all Montana on the ranch, and we have a golden doodle, my my aunt's golden doodle, Winston. He has an anxious attachment style. And the funny thing about him is he has, I would call it a security object, 
you all would know it as a stuffed animal. And whenever he's stressed, whenever he's anxious, if he's missing my Aunt Peggy, his owner, he goes and he grabs his little stuffed animal. Maybe you all have dogs who also have security objects, but it's just fascinating to me to understand attachment theory and to realize that he does that to emotionally regulate himself. And that's a trick that he's learned. And there are some humans that have not learned what they need in order to regulate themselves. So he is one smart golden doodle and he's the cutest thing. Anyways, I just was thinking about that this morning as he was holding his stuffed animal. And I know he misses my Aunt Peggy right now. All right, let's dive in. As I said, we're starting out with lesson number 18. This one's great. It is identity over accomplishments. What does it mean? So there's this triangle in the personal development world, and some of you may have heard of it, but it's be, do, have. And what ends up happening is most people in life focus on the top of the triangle, which is the have portion. So the accomplishments, the what you're trying to achieve, what you want to get done. And not enough people focus on the bottom part of the triangle, which is be and do. And what you start to realize over time is you're going to be so much more effective at bringing into your life what you really want. If you focus on identity, you focus on who am I becoming, and you ask yourself the question over and over again, what would a insert goal, insert identity, right? Like what would a securely attached person do right now? What would a incredible partner, high value partner do in this situation. And when you start to shift your identity, the actions, and then of course, the accomplishments will naturally come. But if we just focus on accomplishments, usually maybe we'll achieve something. It'll be for a short period of time. It'll go away. So, so much more impactful. Focus on identity. Oh my gosh, I cannot talk that long on all these lessons. We'll never get through it. Okay, lesson number 19. This one is short and sweet. Speak your truth no matter what. Speak your truth no matter what. If you're scared, if you're worried the relationship might end if you say the truth, you're worried what someone will think of you, it does not matter. You need to be able to share your truth with your partner. That's the only way that you'll build a relationship that is sustainable, one that you can maintain. Lesson number 20, boundaries are guardrails. We need boundaries in relationships. They prevent against resentment. Without boundaries, relationships cannot be maintained. Lesson number 21, Alone time is sacred. This one has become more and more clear to me the older I've become. I need alone time in order to connect with myself and tune into how I'm doing, in order to honor the things that I need to do. And for some of us, especially my parents out there, alone time might be your 
15 minutes before the kids wake up. It doesn't matter. You have to create some alone time in your life and you have to create it consistently. I'm incredibly blessed that I have a career that allows me to be anywhere in the world. And part of what that means is I intentionally carve out times where I'm alone. I'm in a place and I don't know anyone and I get to just be with myself. And the older I've become, the more important that has become. Lesson number 22 is that I statements are so impactful in relationships and in conflict. When we can master I feel statements in particular, we can really de-escalate almost any conflict and we can deepen our relationships through vulnerability because sharing an I feel statement is actually so much more vulnerable than getting angry or lashing out. So make sure you're using I feel statements in the relationships that you care about and the relationships you want to maintain. Lesson number 23, you have to be able to feel through pain. You cannot avoid it. It will come out sideways. If you don't feel through grief, sadness, happiness, excitement, I know I'm saying some positive emotions, but all the emotions, you have to be able to feel through them. If we try to suppress them or avoid them, they do come out, right? I mean, a positive emotion coming out sideways, not a big deal. But if you've avoided sadness your whole life, and then all of a sudden it's coming out and you can't avoid it anymore, that's going to be debilitating. So we have to become comfortable with our emotions so that we can feel them as they're happening so that they don't come out sideways, right? Um, Another thing about emotions, I didn't list this, but you have to realize that all emotions are temporary, even happiness, right? It's really important that we don't get stuck on, oh, I have to feel this kind of way always, like toxic positivity. We can't always feel excited, content, happy. It's unrealistic that you would feel that way 100% of the time. Can you feel that way the majority of the time? Absolutely. But you are human and you will go through different emotions and you have to disconnect from the idea that you'll always be a 10 on the happiness scale, right? Everything is temporary. You, You will go through seasons. You'll go through periods where you have different emotions and that's okay. Lesson number 24, if you're building a relationship with someone, you want to think about it as if you're building something together. So you have two people who are both building something together. And I like to use the house metaphor and think about it. You want to partner with someone who wants to build the same kind of house that you do. If you have one person who's trying to build a teepee, and someone else who's trying to build a modern country farmhouse. We have very different visions, very different things that we want. So when thinking about compatibility, you have to think about, well, what kind of relationship do we want? Do we want to build the same kind of relationship house, right? And then to add on to my plastic plant metaphor, you are investing into a plastic plant relationship If your visions for what you want don't match up 
Another thing to keep in mind is that people have different visions and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with a teepee. There's nothing wrong with, you know, modern apartment building, whatever. Like you get the idea. Everyone has different relationship needs and different visions for their relationships. And the idea is that you would have someone whose vision was similar enough to yours that you could co-create something together that you wanted to live in. Ooh, I love a good house metaphor, right? Like you co-create something where you go, yep, we want to live in this and this feels good to us. And sometimes your vision is just too different from someone's. You could have two securely attached great people and they have different visions for what they want. So make sure you want to build a similar enough house as your partner. All right, moving on. Lesson number 25. When you're dating, you have to have no expectations. And I mean, really, because I used to pretend that I was at that place or I would tell myself I didn't have any expectations. Newsflash, I did. Uh, The only way I got to the place of having no expectations was through really deep internal work and rewiring my belief system about myself and about relationships and really healing my self-worth. That was the only way I could get to no expectations. Just saying that you have no expectations, it won't get you there. So when you're dating, really get to that place where it's true and you're not just pretending that that's where you're at. Lesson number 26, a relationship will not make you happy. Nope. It will add value to your life. It could add to your happiness. Happiness is your job, whether you are single or in a relationship. So believing that, oh, once I have a relationship, then I'll be happy. That sets the relationship up for failure because as soon as you're not happy and you're in the relationship, You blame the relationship instead of taking ownership for your own happiness. I wish I had understood that a lot earlier in life. So I hope some of you listening that that really resonates for you. Lesson number 27 is I wanted to kind of do something that that talks about the nuance of this is that Shared experiences are meaningful. So a relationship can't make you happy, right? Only you can do that. However, sharing experiences in life is meaningful. As humans, we value partnership and we value having another human to share life with. And that's incredibly meaningful. And you get to decide, right? Um, that you can take ownership of your happiness and you can create shared, meaningful experiences with another person. And I I think realizing that we have to be intentional about that as well, not that, you know, the grocery store with someone can be meaningful, but it requires that you show up and acknowledge that and not just go through the motions of day to day, right? Like, We can have shared experiences that are meaningful, but we have to intentionally create them. Lesson number 28, manifesting is real. What I love about this is that, you know, there's all the woo-woo stuff out there. and Trust me, I love a little woo-woo, but manifesting is based in neuroscience. Like what we know is that when you change your thoughts, you change your life. 
When you change your thoughts, you change your behaviors and your behaviors change your life. When we change our identities, we change our behaviors and our thoughts. It's all connected and all manifesting is, is changing your thoughts and really working on shifting your identity. And yes, that does change your life. So whether you want to call it manifesting or neuroscience, it's real. It works. I am proof of that. My clients are proof of that. I know so many people in my life um, that have created the reality that they desire through intentional identity shifts, thought shifts, belief reprogramming. It's all available to you. Lesson number 29, you have to know what your love language is and be brave enough to ask for more of it in your life. And I think this applies to all relationships, obviously to your romantic relationship with a partner. It's vulnerable to identify what feels good to us and to ask for more of it. But you have to realize as humans, we can't read each other's minds. Your partner will feel relieved. The story in your head is that you're being too much, you're being too needy, whatever. Guess what? Your partner will be relieved if they know what your love language is and how they can really show you that they care. All right, lesson number 30. When someone is, well, it's so funny. I always think about dog training with this lesson, but I'm, I'm actually applying it to romantic relationships. And here's the lesson. Positive reinforcement is a lot better than punishment or criticism. So when we're in a relationship and we have a behavior that we don't like, what's really helpful is if we can redirect and give praise for what we do like. So let's just say you have a partner who's always on their phone at the dinner table and it drives you nuts. Um, what would be so helpful is if they were at the dinner table, they didn't have their phone and they were being present with you. If then you could say, wow, I feel so connected to you when you don't have your phone at the dinner table instead of shaming them for having it. So what we know in psychology of learning is that positive reinforcement, right? Praise is so much more effective for behavior change than criticism. So all of us need to know that, whether it's with children, even friends, romantic partners, make sure you let people know what you appreciate and that will reinforce the behavior and then you will get more of what you appreciate. Lesson 31, this one's big, self-compassion. All of my clients, everyone I work with has to work on self-compassion. And that is because if we want to have a great relationship, it starts with the relationship with ourselves. And so many of us have to do that inner child work, reparenting work, where we are becoming our ideal parent and learning how to speak to ourselves with compassion instead of criticism and It is amazing the value that that will create in your relationships. When you're more compassionate to yourself, you will be more compassionate to others. Lesson number 32, comparison is the thief of joy. You all know this. 
instead of comparing, instead of being jealous, what we can do is wish that person so much happiness. And we can say, if it is available to them, it is available to me, right? It's out there in the universe. This is evidence that it's available. And I can be so happy and feel so grateful that they're experiencing the reality that I also desire. And I can say, okay, universe, I know it's available to them and it's also available to me. That's the best way to combat comparison. I also would say just lean into your own life. Uh, This is something I'm good at. I don't know why I'm good at it, but I am where I just don't really even look at what other people are doing. I kind of have always had the blinders on. Um, And I think that 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 actually really helps me, but it's also because I'm so connected to a purpose of helping people. And I just really focus on my purpose over everything else. So I think being really connected to a purpose and really connected to, okay, how can I be just better than I was yesterday? I know it sounds cliche, but it actually does help you kind of put the blinders on. Lesson 33. You are your longest relationship. So what does that mean? Take it seriously. Invest in the relationship with yourself, aka do you like how you are in the world? Do you like your way of being? I was reading something about identity today and it broke down identity. It went to the Latin root of it. And the Latin root is repeated ways of being, identical, um, and then you have entity, so ways of being entity. Anyways, do you like your repeated ways of being in the world? Are you in love with you? Are you in love with you? If you were dating you, would you like shower you with love and feel like you could adore yourself and that you just love who you are, right? If the answer is no, get serious about how can I heal that relationship with myself and maybe there's some identity work I need to do so that I can step into a version of myself that I'm in love with, right? You know, we always talk about like love yourself, blah, blah, blah. But what about radically, radically being in love with yourself. Like no one really talks about that. And not in like a, I'm better than people way, but in a way where you say, I love myself. I know I add value to the world and I enjoy my own company. So you are your longest relationship. All right. As a bonus lesson, one that just, I had to add on here. Lesson number 34 is the best way to change a relationship that you're in is to change how you are showing up. So many people will come to me and they'll talk about a relationship that they're in and what can they do and what could they do to make their partner change. That is not going to help if we have that mindset. We can't change people. But we can change ourselves and we can change how we show up. And a lot of times what needs to happen is really clear expression of your truth. So assertive communication and also extremely clear boundaries. 
and standards and to let all of that come out into the open. And that will let you know, is the relationship capable of changing or not? And do I need to actually exit the relationship, right? But if you want to change your relationship, change yourself. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the special edition of the 33 plus bonus one, the 34 lessons about high self-worth and great relationships. I can tell you that every single year I learn more and more, and I am incredibly grateful to have all of you on this journey with me, to have you as listeners of the podcast. It means so much. I think about when I first started out and I just said, I have no idea if people will listen to this, but let's just put it out. And here we are, almost 2 million downloads already um, in such an incredible community. I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you. Um, What I want you to know is that it's my deepest desire to serve you, and I'm always finding ways to improve the content. Um, And I do my very best to check my Instagram DMs and also the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group. And I try to put out things that I think will be helpful to you all. Um, Of course, of course, of course, if you listen to this and maybe you've been listening to this podcast for months or maybe even years um, and you know that you want to work with me, that you want to really rewire your brain so that you can attract a healthy, incredible relationship. I want to invite you personally to apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. This program is everything that you need to completely change how you show up in your dating life and in your relationships. And what I love about it is there's no fluff It's just what you need and nothing that you don't need. And it's a clear framework. I think in therapy, sometimes there's just not a clear framework from getting to point A to point B. I always tell people I love therapy and really it's about awareness. So it helps you realize, oh, I'm at point A. This is how I got here and I am at point A. However, it's not so great for getting to point B. So having an action plan and a framework to actually move forward. And that's where a program like this comes in. So if you're ready for that, you know you need a framework, you know you need support, I would love to serve you. Make sure that you use the link in the show notes to apply to the program. The link's also in my Instagram bio. So check that out. Apply. This is a wonderful time to join. Um, We have some awesome bonuses happening right now that I don't want you to miss out on. All right, y'all. I hope you loved this episode. And of course, you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, 
Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.